So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Hello, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. Today's the day that we are not only starting a new season of Bachelor in Paradise, which I will say is exciting in itself because it has been two full years since we've had Paradise and it is returning with a bang. But I have some even more exciting news and maybe just it's personally exciting for me because I have (laughs) one of my best friends, my girl Tia, to recap the entire season here with me because uh, if you didn't see from the teaser, we both may make an appearance on Paradise. Oh, and so you were there too. <laughs> Did you show up? You were what? there. I must have missed you. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. missed you. <laughs> Welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour. I cannot wait to do this season with you. Thank you so much, Becca. I'm so excited to be here and a little terrified to talk about <laughs> this since um we were both there, but Makes it even more exciting that we got to experience it and live it together. And now we get to recap together. I'm so, so excited to do this. It's going to be such a fun time. And you know what I love right now is like no one knows what we were doing there. Like, were we there to date? Were we there to host? Were we filling in for Wells for a hot second? No one knows. Were we there to cry? We'll find out. But um, it's going to be a wild ride to watch together. I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you when you say you're excited and also terrified because... Um, I think this is how we were feeling when Ari season was airing back and we would text each other and be like, what the F just happened? What did you yep. say? It's just like, it, it's, I'm, I'm feeling, um, a lot of deja vu right now, but I'm so glad I have you to lean on. Um, there was a lot that went down in the first episode and I don't know if it's just because like we haven't had paradise in so long, but this season this the night one the premiere of this seemed so extra funny and just exciting to me and that was that just me or did you feel it too no it was so funny I kept writing things down that really cracked me up when Joe walked in automatically funny everything was cracking me up I really honestly had a good time watching it at the beginning I'm like this is so dramatic and cheesy with all these intros and by the end of the episode i'm like damn it they've done it again i've (laughs) laughed i've felt for these people and i was sucked in immediately Mm -hmm. it's so good it was it was just so entertaining this premiere just seemed so lighthearted, so funny i loved the uh 
like the job titles or like the descriptions that they gave for everyone because it wasn't it was like it was they just like played off of everyone and their energy right. and like their past and just <laughs> their personas it was it was great um <clears throat> there's so paradise much that we- is paradise is the most fun to watch i will say mm-hmm. as someone well, who has watched a full season it is the most fun and most entertaining to watch mm-hmm. it is a little bit more lighthearted. And there's just so many more storylines. So it's not just, I mean, I know why people watch The Bachelor and Bachelor because you get invested in the lead and and wanting to root for them to find love. But what's great about this is there's so many different relationships and love stories unfolding that people people just get to know a lot of these these contestants and the cast on such a different level because a lot of them, well, I shouldn't say a lot of them, but some of them went home night ones. And like, right. I mean, for instance, Joe sent Joe. his ass home night one. And now people love look him. At him. At, look at him out. He couldn't get enough. He had to come back for a round two on Paradise. Um, and he wh- wants to leave already. <laughs> I know. Which I don't blame him. I, I can't imagine going through what he did the first time around on Paradise and actually having it work and falling in love with somebody and leaving in a... Well, they didn't leave in a relationship, but they obviously got together after that. But it's got to be triggering. It, It has to be like so much of the past has probably been dredged up because of him just simply being there, even though it's completely new women and men on that beach. Like I give props to him for just like, having the balls to do it again quite sure. honestly it's it's very nostalgic because it is new people but the beach and everything looks exactly the same mm-hmm. um so i'm sure it did bring up some memories and some thoughts of what the hell am i doing like you really think you can go down there and think it's going to be a completely different scenario but you're just mm-hmm. automatically in that zone again so yeah major props yeah to him and we both know joe like you know we've we've spent time with him outside of filming well before paradise and you know we've done his podcast we've had him we've talked to him he's i will say one of my good friends and to see and joe you know is he's funny he'll give it to you straight but um when he gets emotional, you know it holds some weight. And so to see him that day one in his head kind of choking up about being there and if it's something he really wants to do, I just like wanted to reach through oh. the screen and hug him. Um, oh, the moment he said talking to Serena P for the first time felt like talking to Kendall, like mm-hmm. ripped my heart out because mm-hmm. I know Joe at this point and I want him to be happy so bad. And I saw yeah. him kind of spiral a little bit um, the first time we were in Paradise together Mm -hmm. and kind of throw himself in the ocean and have these moments where he just wanted to be alone. And I'm like, not again, Joe, we can't do this again. That was a little heartbreaking. Joe had a little sad boy summer for a a moment there, (laughs) but (laughs) for a day, but you know, who didn't have a sad boy summer was about 12 of the couples who already started making out. Because (laughs) I think you made a list of everyone that made out, right? Because I I think I lost track. So can we, can we just uh, read them off really quick? Bang, bang, bang. Okay. Tajwan and Trey, Mari and Kenny, Marissa and Connor, Abby and Noah, Tammy and Aaron, Serena and Joe. And cool. everyone said, I think this is the first kiss in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash, it wasn't. No. <laughs> I will say, I thought when Demi walked down the, the stairs and oh, met David boy. Spade at the beginning of the Gates of Paradise, <laughs> I thought they might have made, had a, a little makeout session. Things and got she, a little, little sexually tense there. She called him Joe Dirt. <laughs> I love Demi. Um, obviously, we see her pop out at the very end. Um, I think there's she commands a, a room. She knows she how to command a freaking room, man. We love our Demi. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see more of her. But uh, I'm trying to think about who else made a big splash. Kenny obviously Goddess arrived. Victoria. Goddess Victoria, she had her, what did, what did somebody call it? The zip ties on her head. Yes. We had Kenny, who was naked the entire time, um, which God I do him. really want to ask our guest about. Uh, who else? Sad Joe, we had... Oh, I, I think, oh, Tajwan went out with Trey's uncle. Yes, that was... She said that. I was like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> but, you know, they kept saying it runs in the family. She must have a type. I don't know. But um, but it seems like her and Trey really hit it off. So I'm excited to see where that goes. I truly hope she has a better time this time around than she did last time because it seemed like she hated very hot. Paradise the first time. Very yeah, hot. Very um, hot and sweaty. I love yeah. that it always shows her sweaty, too. And they're not like, hey, 
can you you want to like blot that off or just like no we'll let her let it let it ride let it roll because really like paradise is effing hot we've been there before for weddings and for appearances and you guys it's not it is not the most conducive place to try and feel sexy and to date anyone i will say that um so give everyone a little bit of a slack when you see how sweaty we all look Anytime Hair doesn't look good. Makeup's, Makeup's falling good. off. Um, oh, that was another thing. Kel- Kelsey and her milk of magne- milk of magnesium. Magnesium. What Magne- is it? It's that magnesia. She- milk of magnesia. Magnesia. Right? And she says magnesium. <laughs> magnesium. That's why I take to sleep. I think. Wells was like, "Yeah, that's it. That's it." I, but honestly, you learn something new every day. So I mean. Shit, I it wish worked. I would have known that before I ever traveled because, it, yeah, yeah, I mean, her, her face stayed in place. Sweaty. The makeup was good. So um, we have so much to talk about, but I think it's just time we bring on our guest today because she was the first one to hit the sands of paradise. She is a fan favorite. We absolutely adore her. We have none other than Abigail herself, and I can't wait to have her on to ask her all of the questions. Maybe she can give us a little behind the scenes, a little dirt on some stuff, but uh, can't wait. We can't wait to have her on because she finally had her first date in this franchise. And so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Abigail to Bachelor Happy Hour. Welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour, Abigail. Now, this isn't your first time joining us because we had you back on that season, which feels like forever ago. But how have you been since filming Paradise, since it's now out there and we saw you come down onto the beach as the first woman, I should say? <laughs> um yeah it's been a it's been really busy it's been really hectic um yeah I'm just I'm really nervous and I, I thought it would be better this time around like after Matt season of being like okay I've gone through it once before like I know what to expect this time but it was nothing like I expected <laughs> uh like going to the beach and going through the whole thing and then now having to like relive it is definitely going to be very interesting Mm-hmm. Well, it's always different. I mean, coming from experience for somebody who has done several different shows in very different <laughs> capacities, <laughs> <TLS. laughs> it's always so different reliving each season because the, A, different people are involved, different feelings and emotions are involved, and you never know how everything is going to be quite pieced together. So yes, you lived it, but you never know what's going to air each week. And so it's super nerve wracking. Um, but we loved seeing you walk down. I mean, I T and I, as you know, we love you and we were rooting for you. Um, you seemed so just excited. You had this like beautiful, like, and I don't want to say childlike, like excitement energy like you just had this like child like wow factor when you first walked down onto the beach obviously you met mr david spade himself (laughs) not to be confused (laughs) not to be confused with uh dave Chappelle, Chappelle. who who tammy (laughs) thought it was um what was that like meeting david spade because you you genuinely seem starstruck I was really starstruck so I remember thinking before so I was walking down and they told me right before I walked down they were like okay David Spade is going to be the first host and I was like David Spade um because I grew up watching his movies um a lot of his movies are my dad's favorite movies so we've always kind of grown up with him in our house and then it was kind of like Christmas too walking down because we had to quarantine for almost a week and a half at that point and so just every day I was thinking about walking down to the beach and all that excitement anticipation was building up and so I was already really nervous and then I had to meet David Spade on top of that (laughs) and I've never met a celebrity before I think Chris Harrison was probably the next biggest like celebrity I've met um so it was just I was nervous I was starstruck it was just a lot of emotions so i i hope it didn't come across too like I, I don't know like weird no it was sweet. no it was so <laughs> sweet not weird at all it's that's what's so exciting is i think people watch the show fans of the show and they think that like the the contestants and the cast like we're just bl- like so used to meeting our celebrity like crushes or anyone that's like legit Famous, <laughs> like but not from reality. The first night, like math season, like when you get out to love out and you like see him for the first time, just like standing there, like that's honestly what it felt like seeing David Spade. I was just like, oh my god, like it's starting now. Like Hell I'm not yeah. trying to see David Spade, but it's just like, oh my god, it's like starting now. Like just all that excitement. 
Mm-hmm. Did you know that you were going to be first, the first one down? Me? No. Mm-hmm. So I, for some reason, I thought we were going to be going out like a few days earlier. And so then they kept coming by and saying like, oh, not yet, not yet. So I was thinking like, okay, like I'm going to be walking down and people are going to be on the beach already because they don't really tell you kind of what you're walking into. Mm -hmm. Um, So I go down and then David tells me like, oh, I'm the first one. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I think I like a brain fart or something. Like it was just so much (laughs) going on. It was like simulation overload. um, And then they leave you by yourself. I was the first one down too. The first one, the first time I was in paradise and they leave you Uh, for like 15 minutes by yourself. You're like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) I'm all alone. (laughs) Send someone else. Oh, like, was it exciting? I was like, it was kind of awkward and I'm just down there by myself. Like, we're excited to walk down and you just have to like entertain yourself for like 15 Mm -hmm. minutes. So as you said, Joe was the second person after you, the first guy to walk down onto the beach. Was there anyone that you were really hoping for to walk down those steps that day or anyone that may have walked down the steps (laughs) that you didn't care for that morning? Um, well, first off, there wasn't anyone that was like, oh God, I hope they don't walk down the stairs. Like, I don't think anyone has had like a sour taste in my mouth that way. Um, and then I kind of just went into paradise, not wanting to, you know, have one person in mind. So I just feel like I've seen that happen in the past and then people get disappointed. Uh, oh, they're Crash not- and burn, honey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I like it happened. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I want to get like my expectations too high. Um, and I just remember a lot of people, like people kept asking me, like leading up to it, like, okay, give me some names, like who do you want to see? And I'm like, I'm just keeping an open mind. Like I don't want to hone in on anybody um too early. Um, but then I was super excited when all the guys started walking down. I was like, okay, I know who they are. Um, I was really surprised to see Joe like be the second person down. Um, you know, I was just expecting someone from like Claritasia season, like someone from more recent. I saw Joe and um, like obviously talked to him on his podcast before, but yeah, it was definitely a surprise seeing him. Uh, be the I don't think before. I don't think anyone expected to see Joe. <laughs> I don't even think Joe expected to see Joe on the beach, <laughs> right. to be honest. The vibe I got from him was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> um, speaking of other guys that walked down onto the beach, what were your thoughts when Kenny walked down naked? I wish I could say I was surprised. And I remember why the first time that I talked to him, like when we were saying hi and stuff, I had to try so hard to keep my <laughs> eyes like... Uh, because I didn't want to like accidentally look down and I have seen it. Yeah, it was like this whole thing. And I was just like, I'm a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I, are up here. I don't think he would have cared if you looked down because even he said in one of his ITMs, he's like, look, I'm 40. I worked hard for this. And like, I want I want to share it with the world. I want to show it off. Um, he did. What? Oh, God, I freaking love Kenny. I can't wait to see <laughs> more of him. That damn black box the entire episode, though. Oh, my God. Um, I kept seeing it in the background, too. Like, other people were talking, then you just see Kenny's black barred <laughs> ass in the back. You're like, what the heck? Yeah, so. I'm just thinking of, like, how hard the editing department probably had to be to, like, make sure every time Kenny's even, like, remotely shown, even in the background, to add in that box. Like, it's not easy, people. It, it, it takes a lot. Uh, so, shout out to the editing department for uh, Kenny's black box. I hope it's there the entire season. We'll see. Um, well, another interesting man that came down, Abigail, that seemed to catch your eye was Mr. Noah. Um, and he said, fresh out of the gate, that he was interested in getting to know you. We saw you go talk and mingle for a little bit uh what was your first impression of him um so my first impression of Noah was when we were all on the beach a lot of the girls started vocalizing like oh none of the guys are coming up and talking to us they're kind of like growing out you know why are they just not pulling us aside like this is the time to get to know people and what really stood out to me about Noah was he was so confident he was just like I want to talk to you can we go over here so if, like right away I was like okay like he's making it known that he's in like interested that's really like an attractive quality um I love that and then once we just started talking like it wasn't awkward at all we were laughing um like if the guy can make me laugh right away it's kind of game over for me um yes I think we just hit it off really well in our first conversation I love can that. I can I say that 
Noah's outfit on the first day. Do you guys remember the uh, like the old bubble gum from the nineties that had different? <laughs> like you'd pull it out and it would have like bubble the different bubble? stripes. No, Ze- it, zebra stripe. The zebra was that? I don't remember. Somebody will tell me what the gum company or brand is, but it was always like colorful. Um, you like they were individually packaged and they'd have like either stripes like, or polka dots or just like pastel colors. On the end kind of thing. No, Was it the band-aid ones that were in like a band-aid looking box? I think so, but they had different <laughs> packaging that you'd have to pull. I'm going to find it and I'm going to do a side-by-side comparison because when <laughs> Noah walks down the steps, that is what crossed my mind. First, I was like, he looks like the bubble gum that I used to eat from the 90s, which he I don't know. Style. He, he is, is good, good style. He good style. Yeah. Um, off the first day. Abigail, you also looked... I, I will say I loved your outfit, too, coming down to the beach. I thought it was so cute. I don't want to forget. I, I wrote that in my notes, so I don't want to forget to not tell you that. The day goes on. Obviously, no one knows what to expect. I think at this point, no one knows... Correct me if I'm wrong who had the roses or the power that week but we do see you get the first date card and somebody who can relate to that is also tia so tia you want to take this one away yeah sure um so were you nervous getting the first date card i was really nervous because I mean, obviously, like on that season you all know that i didn't get a date card and so it's always just kind of been this like thing for me where it was just oh wait you never got a one-on-one I never got a one-on-one I've only my thing was I was on every single group date of Matt's season even the ones I wasn't invited to because we would be in the audience and I never got a one-on-one yeah so Mm -hmm. it was just always the thing that other people have done and so I was just like oh I can't really picture myself doing it um and then James read my name for the date card and I was just like Oh God, it's happening. Like it's happening right now. Um, But I was super excited just because I feel like getting it early on is really nice because you can kind of figure out right away. Like if you hit it off with somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you automatically know that you wanted to pick Noah? Um, I had like a gut feeling that I wanted to. Um, I did talk to a couple other people that day, um, like Connor and Brendan, but no, I think no, it just like made me laugh the most. I was just like, you know, like I kind of want a lighthearted date, um, something fun. And I just felt like he was the perfect person to do yeah. that. I'm so impressed that you just knew automatically. I had to go think about it and talk for 30 minutes about who to pick. And you were like, Noah, I want you. Let's go. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of knew after our conversation. Um, I feel like you kind of just know, like if you're attracted to somebody, kind of, I know mm-hmm. first impressions aren't everything, but I definitely had the strongest like attraction towards him after mm-hmm. our conversation. Yeah, well, it cute. seemed like that. Yeah. Because out of all of the couples that we saw chat throughout the day, it seemed like you two really did hit it off, like with, with the strongest connection, at least what I could see as a viewer. Um, did you expect that you would be getting that first date card? Did you have any inkling that maybe it could be me since because I didn't get one on that season? Um, so to be honest, like I did think at some point I was going to get a date card just because I'd be like, okay, that'd be kind of shitty if I went through two seasons. <laughs> I just never got a date. But I didn't expect it, especially the first day, because I was just like, okay, you know, I was first on the beach. That so was kind of like my moment for the day. Um, and I was just one thing after another. And I was just like, what did I do to like deserve this? Like <laughs> all these moments, like the first day. Um, so I definitely was riding on a really big high, like after the mm-hmm. first day. Yeah. Well, you're easy to root for. So yes, America's yes. all going to be rooting for it. I think that's why we were so excited to see you not only step on the beach as the first person, but to get that first date card because you you were such a fan favorite for Matt season just because and I now can speak from experience because I've gotten to know you. You just have such a beautiful, kind soul and just just a good, genuine human being that like, you know, everyone wants people on the show to find love. But I think especially for you, um, you're going to be the one that everyone's going to be supporting and standing behind when you went on your date with Noah. Um, you guys had a conversation about how you typically in the past tend to friend zone men and he was very open about wanting you know to move not not wanting to move fast but in this process things just move fast and it has to get serious pretty quickly um at dinner when you were having this entire conversation was 
there any point where you were like, okay, maybe I should friend zone this guy, or maybe I should just be totally open? Like what was going through your head and your heart during that conversation? Yeah. So I did tell him that it's not so much that it's always my choice, but I think what I meant more was just like, I just, I'm very slow to open up. And I think a lot of times that just kind of puts me in a friend zone, whether it's me choosing to do that or the guy choosing to do that. Um, And I just knew that like in this type of environment, you can't really do that because you only have a month on the beach with somebody, especially, I mean, if you're there in the beginning. Um, And he definitely was pushing me and challenging me. um, Like you said, he's the opposite. He like wants to have those hard conversations. He wants to have those serious conversations. And I'm somebody that's like, no, like, let's just like slow it down a little bit. Like, let's get to know each other. Um, but I think that was what, what was really attracted to just because I think obviously it hasn't worked out for me before because I haven't had someone challenge me to kind of push me out of my comfort zone um, in those type of situations. And he was just all in like the first night of like, you know, this is what you were like in the past. Like you've done things happen that you don't deserve, but that's going to change now. You know, like, I think this is what you deserve. And um, I want to get that to you. And I was just like, okay, like, this is like too good to like pass up. Like, you know, I want to be kind of focused on him moving forward. So mm-hmm. I wrote, Abby wants to move slow. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> LOL in paradise. You really can't, but I think Noah was the perfect one for that. And I love that he also pointed out that everyone was clapping for you when you got the date card and was so supportive of that and let you see that you do deserve something special. That was a really sweet moment. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> he's so funny watching because between the two of you, like, I don't know if you caught this, um, but he'll like say sweet things, but then he'll kind of throw in like something a little bit like raunchy or sexual that'll like take a hot second for people to like catch up on, <laughs> which I thought was fun because it shows off like not only do you guys have this fun, playful side, but you also can get more serious and you know the heavy with the light it's a fun mix to watch uh obviously after the conversation you guys went into the pinatas and you had one of the first kisses in paradise what was that like were there fireworks what was going through your body when he kissed you (laughs) (laughs) Um, give us the goods girl (laughs) um yeah i think that was definitely like the first like the best first date I've been on just to have it go the way it did of just like I'm really excited to go and then to have the conversations we did and then to have it end the way we did like with the confetti and everything it was just I don't know I just felt like I was like in a movie like for a night it was just really really sweet he was really sweet he's a really good kisser um yeah so it was just it all was a great night Mm. yeah I know you have something too (laughs) (laughs) I know Tia and she she wants more details. She would I know Tia. explain a good kisser how <laughs> um I'll say he was like the perfect like mix of like not being like too aggressive, but he was still like passionate enough. Cause I don't like when guys are just like oh like too timid. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. that's like kind of weird, but he also wasn't like Okay, I'm gonna shut oh. my tongue on your throat. Yeah, like, oh, it's like the first date. Like, leave me wanting more kind of thing. It was yeah. Like, Ooh, nice. No nice. one likes no one likes too much tongue. How we're like, okay, this is what I think <laughs> separates uh, a mediocre kisser from like a great kisser is not only like obviously the mouth work, but the hand work. Like, where there, it's not too aggressive, but you can feel it in their hands. Like they want more, and like they can't get enough. How how were Noah's hands during that? <laughs> where were his hands? How where were they? Where the hands? I will say, um, so when we had the confetti kiss, we were like running around and he was so smooth in like how he picked me up. I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to like drop me. Like he's trying too hard. <laughs> it was so smooth. I was just like, okay, like if he can do that smoothly, like we're off to a good start kind of thing. So yeah, I would say he was good with, like good with his hands. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. So I don't know why I like watched it, but I, now I'm getting chills having you talk about it. It's just I'm weird. Okay. Um <laughs> was there any point after that date? Obviously, 
it was the first date, a first real, I would say, solid connection forming on the beach. But was there any part of you that after that date, you know, you get back to the resort with everyone, uh, where you still wanted to be open to see what other relationships could unfold or who would potentially walk down the stairs? Or were you pretty set on like, okay, I got my guy during this. We're good. Yeah. So the thing for me is I know people talk a lot about, uh, you know, I want to keep my options open um, just in case somebody else walks down the stairs. Like that was never really a thought in my mind. Like I was just like, you know, I think I found like who I want to spend my time in paradise with. Like we hit it off really well. That doesn't happen every day for me. And I don't want to just toss that out the window just for, you know, a hot guy that walks down the stairs that I know nothing about. But the only reservation that I had was just more like, is this too good to be true kind of thing? Like, what are the odds? Like the first day in paradise, I find like my person, like, can we keep it going this whole time? Is he going to want to talk to anyone else that comes down? Um, so it wasn't like I was still like fully confident after the date, but I knew that I didn't want to really talk to anybody else. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. How did you feel knowing that that first week, the guys had the power, if you will, like that they were the ones giving out the roses. Did you feel like you were pretty safe with Noah or did like, were you still a little bit worried that he would maybe give out a rose to somebody else? Um, I mean, not gonna lie. I would be like, that'd be really shitty if we had that great of a date and I took him on the date and he did not give me a rose. So I was feeling like 98% confident I was going to get his rose. Um, But I mean, you're always nervous because I mean, the thing about paradise is they just throw in stuff when you're not expecting it. So I was just like, okay, what are the chances? Like, I don't know, like 10 girls come. I don't know. He's like, mm-hmm. all the stairs go through your head. And he, like, he could hit it off better with somebody else. Um, but at the same time, I was like, we had a really good date. So mm-hmm. I couldn't see why he wouldn't like give me his rose. Yeah. Of course, it shows him saying, I'm going to keep my options open. And then it shows this amazing <laughs> yeah. date. I'm like, damn you, ABC. Yeah. Exactly. There's no such small chance. So I was, I was trying not to be too overly confident, but I did feel really good. Like, after mm-hmm. I you. Yeah. I mean, you both know because you've lived through it, Tia. This is now you've done obviously Paradise a couple of years ago, but you know, you can never get too, too comfortable. Just never. when you think, you know, you, you kind of have it in the bag. Something's always thrown in the mix, just like every season. Um, I mean, we have seen now so many teasers for Paradise. Uh, obviously they didn't give too, too much away, but it looks super juicy. Um, so without really giving us anything in detail can you give us a little tease of what to expect something happened every day that we were on that beach because i so i've seen the show before and i was just like okay yeah like there seems to be a lot of drama and stuff but actually going through it i'm just like how are they gonna put all of this in like stuff was just happening all the time fights were happening love stories were happening um like i was trying to focus on my situation the whole time but it's just so in your face happening. Um, I just came home super like exhausted. So it's just like, I've never <laughs> it was like that many emotions, drama in such like a short span of time. Like mm-hmm. it, it's a lot. <laughs> well, let me ask you this because, and we've all gone through a season of the bachelor. So we kind of know how filming goes. What was the main difference between when you were on the bachelor on Matt season versus paradise? Like, sleep you like did you get more less on paradise like what was the main difference for you the biggest difference for me was I actually got to spend time with the guy that I was interested in um because you know that season I got really close with a lot of like the girls in the house just because Mm -hmm. that's who you spend time with and then Matt the bachelor I only got to see him maybe like 10 minutes each week um thought in paradise it was more kind of free roaming it was kind of you can talk to who you want to talk to it's not like a cocktail party of okay you have 10 minutes and then he has to go talk to somebody else um so it was nice I got to spend more time with if I was interested in somebody like got to talk to them more um but I mean that's not the biggest thing but I mean it was just always so much like stuff happening too that was just like I kind of missed when it was more structured to like that because it was just like I, I don't know it was just it was a lot going on but I think that was the biggest thing was just 
you have a little bit more control on who you want to talk to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even being there too, there's so much that's going on that you miss everything and you're actually there in it. So when you watch back, like, and you'll see the rest of the season too, like you'll notice stuff. You're like, where the heck was I when that was happening? I completely missed that. There's so Mm -hmm. much going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like all the previews so far right now, like all the fights, like Aaron yelling, Carl yelling. I was like, wait, what, when did that happen? It's like this beach must have been like a lot bigger than I thought. And I was just like, <laughs> where, when did that happen? Mm-hmm. There's so much that you miss. And not even the big things, like the big dramatic fights and moments like that. But even it's always one of my most, well, I will say this, one of the most fun things for me and then one of the most nerve wracking things is hearing what people say in their ITMs and in their interviews about you or your relationship or a situation that you're involved in. Like that part's always so interesting because no one is privy to any of that until it airs. Mm -hmm. But then you're like, it it makes you happy sometimes and then it kind of pisses you off sometimes. Where It's it's this weird like world that you're living in of, um, you know, really hearing what people say about you good and bad behind your back um oh I just had a question for you oh was it easier for paradise because obviously it's co-ed there's a mix of men and women and so many different love stories unfolding versus just when you were on the bachelor it was obviously like the one lead and 25 to 30 women vying for his heart is it easier knowing that because all these other relationships are forming that it takes a little bit of the pressure off of you and whatever relationship you have with somebody? Um, not really. I mean, it's just different because I feel like when there's one bachelor, you're kind of comparing yourself like, okay, am I as far along in my relationship as, you know, his other relationship? And it's a little bit different in paradise because you still kind of have that same pressure but you're more kind of comparing yourself with like the other couples too because I think for a lot of people there's like an end goal of paradise we're all kind of on the same time frame of okay or can we get there where we want to leave paradise together do we want to leave engaged to each other and if you see other couples you know saying I love you or talk about engagement and then if you don't see yourself there it's kind of getting in your head of, okay, well, can we get there? Are we not into each other as much? It's just, it's so hard to not compare yourself to mm-hmm. all the couples in the house at the time because it's so in front of you all the mm-hmm. time. Um, so it's same, but different. Because um, I feel like in the real world, you don't really have to deal with comparing each other. Right. Um, so I would say, yeah, kind of same, but different with that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's always pressure, always stress. Always pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Just in different off. ways. Yeah. Uh, did you like, though, going back to the whole conversation with you and Noah on your first date, like, and how you tend to move a little bit slower? Did you like now this change where things have to be a bit more sped up? You have to open up more about certain things and get to a certain level by a certain week, you know, just to try and stay longer on the beach and form that connection. Uh, Did you like that better or was it harder for you? Um, It was both. Um, I liked it, but it was really hard for me um, just because I think the environment pushes you to try out those hard conversations right away. But at the same time, you're also trying to like protect yourself because you know, paradise is going to throw you loops and twists and all that. And so in my head, I was I was really appreciative that Noah was pushing me to try to have those hard, like hard conversations and open up. But at the same time, I was like, I want to, and I like it, but I don't want to be all in. And then the next week, you know, someone else come down the stairs and then, you know, I get hurt more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's a weird mix of, it's a lot harder, but I mean, I think it's better too, because I mean, at this point, like, obviously what's, Hey, something hasn't been working for me. I mean, it's moving too slow. And so I think just kind of ripping that band-aid off and saying, okay, let's just have these conversations right away. If we click, that's great. Now we can kind of get it out of the way. And then if we don't, then we know sooner than later. Mm-hmm. It's nice to knowing that, I mean, obviously you had friends on Matt's season of The Bachelor, but now knowing that you not only have the girls that you already knew beforehand, but you have 
new women and men that you're meeting that you form these friendships with that you can kind of lean on and navigate this crazy world with. Um, besides some of the girls that you were on mat season with, who did you really hit it off with on the first day? Um, yeah, so I think Serena and I um, probably hit it off the most the first day just because she was the second girl that came down. And so I think right from the beginning, we kind of just were joined at the hip and um, kind of going through the experience in the first day, like we hit it off with somebody the first day. Um, so we kind of were just each other's soundboard kind of the whole season of just talking about it, kind of being in similar situations. And I mean, she's great. She's very, she, I mean, she's opinionated, but she's very, in a very good way. Like she's going to tell you how it is and an environment like that, you need that. Like you don't want someone just to tell you what you want to hear. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say Serena probably was the person from the very beginning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you form any really close, close friendships with any of the men besides Noah? Um, I mean, all the guys were great. I think that was something I was not expecting. I was kind of expecting like it to be very like boys and girls kind of like um, playing games and not really like just trying to be too flirty. But um, I mean, by the way, I kind of felt like I developed like a brother sister relationship with some of them just because they're so nice um, mm -hmm. and just so friendly. And it got to the point where I was literally talking about like if I was having problems or if I was in my head one day, they were just like, come sit by me and like, you know, pat me. <laughs> it's just things like that where it's just, mm -hmm. they were really, really sweet. So it wasn't just like, I wasn't just friends with the girls in the house. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's always one of the best parts about doing shows is the friendships that you make that will continue outside of what is being filmed. Well, we always love to play our little games here on Bachelor Happy Hour. So we're going to do, it's just going to be a quick rapid fire. We're just going to ask you a series of questions. <laughs> and basically, we just want you to fill in the blank, if you will. So Tia, do you want to kick it off? Sure. Okay, so walking down to the beach, my first thought is blank. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that would be mine too, I think. <laughs> okay. David Spade is blank. David Spade is here. <laughs> okay. Okay, next one. The most important thing for me to pack is. The most important thing for me to pack is swimsuits. For sure. That is true. <laughs> this summer I really hope to blank. This summer I hope to find love. Mm. I want to ask, did you? But we'll have to tune in to find <laughs> out. <laughs> want to find out? <laughs> okay, next one. When I got the first date card, I felt blank. I felt very excited. It was so fun. Uh, I was most surprised to see blank. I was most surprised to see Joe. Mm -hmm. As we all were. Um, but we love him. <laughs> but we do love him. I yeah. asked Noah on the date because he is blank. I asked Noah on the date because he is a good time. Mm -hmm. I was hoping blank was in one of the pinatas. <laughs> is this a person? Is this a person or I don't an know item? what this means? <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it could be a person or an item. I, w I was hoping. I was hoping that blank was in one of the pinatas oh, i was hoping um i was hoping that like a um like a car like a like like a scavenger hunt kind of thing like there would be like a message Ooh. in like the pinata Ooh. or something i thought you were gonna Amber say a tequila <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say like a, fa a fantasy suite card already oh, a key. <laughs> oh no 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 oh like I don't know. I love scavenger hunts. And I kind of thought that's like what it was. It was like, oh, like hidden, like there's a game or something. Mm -hmm. oh, Damn it, cute. D producers next time. <laughs> uh, no. Ho well, hopefully there's not a next time. Yeah. But, no um, shit. All right. Last one. If I had to describe the season of Bachelor in Paradise, it would be blank. If I had to describe the season of Bachelor in Paradise, I would say it's very crazy. Mm -hmm. Would you, dare, dare you say is it the most dramatic season of Paradise yet? It is definitely the most dramatic. <laughs> I am not ready to watch it all that. <laughs> I really think it is. I think I think it may maybe actually. I I concur. 
I would have to agree with that statement. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, actually, I wanted to ask you this earlier, and I totally forgot. But when you came to paradise, obviously, you know, like, the end goal is to find a partner, fall in love, get engaged, all the things. So when you walked down those steps, was it in the back of your mind of like, okay, I really do want to try and get engaged here? Or were you more chill, relaxed of like, I just want to find a partner, a boyfriend, somebody that I can, you know, experience all of life outside of this with? Yeah, so originally, actually, I had a lot of hesitations about coming on to paradise just because I just really didn't know they could like it it could work for me, you know, just finding someone in that short period of time and kind of going with the process. And so when I was walking down the stairs, I mean, obviously I was excited and I wanted to meet somebody, but just kind of the fact that I still kind of had those hesitations a little bit and I didn't have someone really in mind from the very get-go. I was just like, okay, it's kind of weird to think like I could be walking up these stairs and just, you know, three, four weeks engaged to somebody. Um, but then, you know, like the way that things went the first day and how quickly I hit it off with Noah, it kind of started to become like more of a reality too. Um, okay. I can kind of see like how it works for some people where it became, I mean, it did become serious for me really quickly. Um, so I think definitely open to, you know, all the things that come at the end of paradise. Um, but I, I mean, it's like what Noah pointed out to her and I'm like our first date is just, I do move really slow. Um, so I think it's, it's a very, like, I was very serious about it, but just everything that comes at the end of it too, it's also very scary. Um, and I think, mm-hmm. I mean, you'll probably see a lot of people, including myself, kind of come to terms with that too, kind of throughout mm-hmm. the process. Yeah. One week um, there's like one month. So yeah, <laughs> it's like not a normal Truly. sense of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's a really short amount of time. Well, Tia, since you have gone through Paradise once before, you know, you obviously lived filming and then the time in between filming and it airing. Right now for Abigail, is there any advice that you would give her when this is all starting to air back and she's starting to watch everything unfold? Like, what would you like? What advice could you give to her right now during this moment? I would say, especially since you lived it, just try to remember how you felt in those moments because there will be stuff that's cut out. There will be stuff that you wish was shown, but just try to remember how you felt in the experience at the time and don't pay attention to what other people are saying. Um, I struggled with that a lot after Paradise, my first round, was just reading Twitter and reading DMs and listening to trolls. And I was like, no, I had this experience. I, I was the one there. I was the one feeling the feelings. As long as you stay true to that, you'll be good. Don't read nasty DMs because people are yeah. psychotic. Mm-hmm. People love just to know, hate, um, but just know your truth and yeah, just go with mm-hmm. that. And at the end of the day, there's always going to be the haters and the trolls out there, but just know how much love and support, not only from your fans and followers, but from all of us too within Bachelor Nation, how much we love you. We're here for you. Um, Yeah, I can't wait to see this all unfold and to see you on our screens every Monday and Tuesday, Abigail. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love you guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. You are welcome back anytime. We absolutely adore you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you guys on the TV next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now the anxiety actually kicks in. <laughs> I'll take my own advice. <laughs> God, I absolutely adore Abigail since the moment we had her on Happy Hour the first time around, which feels like forever ago. She just is such a sweetheart, such a kind soul. So I really hope nothing but the best for her. If anyone messes with my baby, you have us no to joke. answer to. I know I was always such a huge fan of her on Matt's season and she just had that America's sweetheart vibe. And I love that Mm -hmm. coming into paradise, she's like, I'm not just this sweet little thing. She was like, I don't want to only talk about hearing loss. I want America to see me for who I am. And she was like, I like to have fun and I like to go out. And I'm like, hell yeah, Mm -hmm. girl. We're multidimensional around here. Yeah. Well, I was actually, I don't remember who I was talking to. One of the girls who is friends with her, who lives in New York, um, Maybe it was Natasha. I don't remember. But they they were saying that 
like Abigail, there's obviously there's so much more to anybody that's mm-hmm. on the show. Like th- you can't get to know anybody really for who they are in such a short amount of time. But they were saying like how great Abigail is in real life. And like, she's just fun and she's bubbly and she's outgoing. She's all these things. And so that's why I love when people can do multiple seasons. So you get to know them a little bit more for who they are, but also that's what's great about having them on the podcast. So I'm so happy Abigail could join us today. I can't wait to uh, share with you who we have in the next coming weeks. We're going to have some great guests and Tia and I are just going to have the best effing time recapping this season. It's going to be a little nerve wracking for us, but Um, I may have to start putting alcohol in my coffee (laughs) to record these. This is called happy hour. It's okay. (laughs) Throw some Baileys in the coffee. Have a mimosa. (laughs) Don't even put the orange juice in. You know what? Hey, this is work. It's never too early to drink to live up to the name. So, uh, you know, if you do it, I'll do it. We'll do it together. Uh, I think that was our motto for going into paradise, too. So (laughs) literally, you do it, I'll do it. You do it, I'll do it. If I go down, you go down. Thank you for joining me today. Again, like this is going to be such a fun season to do with you. Thank goodness for you. Thank goodness that you've gone through this before. So you can kind of um, give me pointers of what to expect for Paradise when this is all airing back. But I couldn't be doing this without my girl. So thanks, Tia. Huge thank you to Abigail for joining us today. And an even bigger thanks to all of our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. We love you guys. Please make sure to hit us up on social. If you don't already follow us, you can do so at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Bachelor Nation Pods on both Facebook and Twitter. And I have to remind everyone before we get off that because from here on out, Paradise will be airing two nights on Mondays and Tuesdays. You'll get a lot of Paradise time each week. The podcast will be coming out Wednesday mornings, so make sure you set your reminders, set your alarms, whatever you need to do to listen to us Wednesdays. Um, please don't forget to subscribe to us on our podcast. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you are listening to us right now. Thanks, everyone. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.